the Atlantic hurricane season conventionally begins on the 1st of June. Could 2019 be the fourth active year in a row? Even if you have an El Nino and you therefore expect reduced activity, if you've got really warm sea surface temperatures, there's a lot of energy there for the storms to form. Intensifying heat across India this week, is there any sign of relief from the monsoon rains? In India, people are well accustomed to higher temperatures, but these temperatures at the moment are around 5 to 8 degrees above the norm, and the Indian Meteorological Department has declared heatwave conditions. And summer is coming to the UK, but will this weekend's heat be a flash in the pan? Somewhere across eastern England on Saturday, we're likely to see 28 or maybe 29 Celsius. But there's a lot of uncertainty about Sunday. It's Thursday the 30th of May and you're listening to Weather Snap from the Met Office. Hello, I'm Ada McGiven and you're listening to Weather Snap, an insider's guide to the week's weather brought to you direct from the Met Office HQ. The Atlantic hurricane season officially begins each year on the 1st of June and ends on the 30th of November. Of course, name storms can develop outside of these six months and this year we've already seen subtropical storm Andrea. There's no relationship between the first Atlantic storm and overall activity during the season, but following three consecutive years with above-average hurricane activity, including the catastrophic and costly 2017 season, this year will be of particular interest. How might 2019 compare to the last three years? Could it be the fourth active hurricane season in a row? With me now is Met Office senior scientist Joanne Camp, who's one of our seasonal forecasters. Joanne, three active hurricane seasons in a row. How did last year compare to average? Last year, the uh, 2018 hurricane season saw 15 named storms and eight hurricanes, of which two were major, which are category three to five on the Sophia Simpson scale. The season will be particularly well remembered for hurricanes Florence and Michael, and this, these Two storms together cause significant damage in the southeastern United States. Often these hurricanes get swept up in the North Atlantic wind circulation and affect the UK. We saw that at times last year, didn't we? The remnants of tropical storm Ernesto was the first. This impacted the UK and Ireland in August. And this brought really strong winds and heavy rain. Uh, Shortly after, about a month after, we saw ex-Hurricane Helene pass through, which brought very strong winds and heavy rain. But in terms of the damage, there was minimal impacts with this storm. Last year's activity was a bit more than predicted, wasn't it? Yes, that's right. So at the beginning of the year, we saw some conditions ahead of the season, which made us think that it was going to be quite quiet or near average. And actually, this didn't really occur The timing of these particular events didn't match up to observations and that's why we saw these really devastating storms, both Florence and Michael, forming in September and October because the conditions which we thought would suppress them didn't occur. What kind of conditions are the most important for hurricane activity? The first one is El Nino, um, so that's the El Nino Southern Oscillation. This is changes in the ocean and the atmosphere which occur in the tropical Pacific Ocean. So generally speaking, in the Atlantic, we would expect reduced hurricane activity if the sea surface temperatures in the Pacific are warm, and these are El Nino events. The other factor we look at are sea surface temperatures in the Atlantic. So even if you have an El Nino and you would therefore expect reduced activity, if you've got really warm sea surface temperatures, there's a lot of energy there for the storms to form. And with ongoing El Nino-like conditions in the Pacific, 
What are the early signs for this season? We're forecasting near average activity for this year, and that is due to the ongoing El Nino. To counter uh, balance that, you've actually got very warm sea surface temperatures across parts of the Atlantic. So overall, we're going to go for near average. How does the Met Office prediction compare with other prediction centres around the world? Most of them for this year are going for uh, near average activity. Again, it's the El Nino conditions in the Pacific Ocean which are dominating the forecast this year. Joanne, thank you. The 1st of June not only marks the start of the Atlantic hurricane season, but it often marks the beginning of the southwest monsoon in southern India. This year, the monsoon rains are delayed and the heat across South Asia continues to build unabated. Here's meteorologist Bonnie Diamond. Heatwave conditions are being experienced across much of India at the moment and neighbouring Pakistan with temperatures of 44 degrees Celsius recorded in New Delhi and temperatures rose to 47.2 degrees Celsius in central parts of India on Wednesday. And to put this into context, uh, the highest temperature on record for the UK is 38.5 degrees Celsius. In India, people are well accustomed to higher temperatures, but these temperatures at the moment are around 5 to 8 degrees above the norm uh, and the Indian Meteorological Department has declared heatwave conditions. This is having a severe impact on, on people, on animals and on power lines. The reason why the monsoon rains are so crucial for India is that more than 75% of the country's annual rainfall is received during the monsoon season. Typically at this time of year, the Indian monsoon is already pushing into Sri Lanka and southern parts of India, but it is currently about 500 to 1,000 kilometres away near the Andaman Sea. So there are several possible reasons as to why the monsoon is arriving late this year. One reason could be the fact that there's been weak El Nino conditions in the Pacific this year. The El Nino can have a major influence on weather and climate across the world. But of course there are other factors such as the Indian Ocean Dipole, also known as the Indian Nino, which is related to sea surface temperatures. And as we know, the Indian monsoon is influenced by sea surface temperatures. For parts of northern India and Pakistan, it'll be a while yet before the Indian monsoon rains arrive. But the Indian Meteorological Department are expecting the monsoon to make a delayed onset into southern India by the 6th of June. Meteorologist Bonnie Diamond. The 1st of June also marks the start of meteorological summer in the UK. And right on cue, warmer weather arrives. How hot will it get and how long will the warmth last? Here's meteorologist Alex Deacon. Whilst there'll be a lot of interest in the temperatures over the next few days, the really interesting point, meteorologically speaking, is when are we going to see a change and how will that change manifest itself? Are we going to see some thunderstorms on Sunday? Before we get there, though, yes, temperatures will be rising steadily, but surely over the next few days, probably peaking on Saturday with widespread warmth across England and Wales. Note it won't be sunny everywhere. Parts of Scotland and Northern Ireland will keep a lot of cloud on Saturday, but pretty much all parts will see temperatures rising. Hotspot somewhere across eastern England on Saturday, we're likely to see 28 or maybe 29 Celsius. And quite widely, we'll see temperatures into the 20s. So we will see those temperatures rising through the first half of the weekend. But there's a lot of uncertainty about Sunday. A cold front is going to move across the country, introducing cooler air 
pretty much everywhere, but the timing of that cold front is very uncertain and how many thunderstorms and where we're gonna see thunderstorms is also open to discussion. So that'll be the key point through Sunday. When are we gonna see this change? It could still be hot and humid across the east on Sunday, but we could also see, as I say, some torrential downpours. Counterintuitively, although there's a lot of uncertainty about Sunday, next week's weather patterns look pretty much nailed on. We're expecting the jet stream to slip back south, so we're back to cooler weather for most of next week with low pressure in charge. So there'll be some sunshine, yes, but we're back to showers or longer spells of rain as well. So next week we're back to cooler weather. The next few days it's hotting up and, well, things could get interesting on Sunday. Thanks, Alex. Just before we go, here's Simon Partridge with last week's highs and lows. Here are your highs and lows for the week beginning Monday the 20th of May. The highest temperature was 24.7 Celsius at Heathrow Airport on Thursday. The lowest minimum temperature was minus 1.3 Celsius, which was recorded on Wednesday at Eskdale Muir in Dumfries and Galloway. The wettest place was Aknagart, with a total of 46.4 millimetres of rain during Sunday, and 15.4 hours of sunshine were recorded at both Dundrennan in Dumfries and Galloway on Wednesday and Bulmore in Northumberland on Thursday. That's it for Weather Snap. I'm Adam McGiven, the producer was Adrian Holloway. Do join us again next time when we take a scientific peek behind the week's weather headlines. Weather Snap is a podcast by the UK Met Office.